Welcome to The Lawyerist Podcast, a series of discussions with entrepreneurs and innovators about building a successful law practice in today's challenging and constantly changing legal market. Lawyerist supports attorneys building client-centered and future-oriented law firms through community, content, and coaching, both online and through The Lawyerist Lab. And now, here are the co-authors of The Small Firm Roadmap and your podcast hosts. Hi, I'm Stephanie Everett. And I'm Ashley Steckler. And this is episode 368 of the Lawyerist Podcast, part of the Legal Talk Network. Today, our lab coach, Sarah, is talking with lab member Anne Romanello about the importance of strategy intensives and how they're essential to mapping quarterly objectives. Today's podcast is brought to you by Postali and Posh Virtual Receptionists. We wouldn't be able to do this show without their support. So stay tuned because we're going to tell you more about them later on. So Ashley, today we are talking websites and as lawyerist product director, you own our website. So I'm curious, how should people be thinking about their website? Yeah, I think a lot of times people think, you know, it's a glorified business card and I, that's the wrong way to look at it. This is the place where you identify your brand. You make sure that you are talking to the person that you want to be coming to you, right? When we think about small firms, who's your ideal client? You know, we need to get focused in on who are we talking to? Who are we for? I do the same thing with our website. And what does our user, what does our ideal client want from us there? And how can we provide value? And also, I think, you know, when you have a website, it's your opportunity to really express who you are and delivering that value so that when someone comes and has actual contact with your business, it's consistent with what they saw on the website. A lot of times that's the first place they're, they're introduced to you. I love the idea of thinking about your client first and client experience and how that might translate to your site in terms of what somebody might need to know or even how they interact with you. Like I've read if you're catering to an elder population, maybe your font is larger, right? So it could be really simple little things that you're thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. I'm constantly, when we, you know, we, earlier this year, we launched a new part of our product pages and our product reviews. And all along the way, we were asking, does this make sense for the visitor who's going to go to this part of the website? And so trying to get yourself in that position of like, what is the purpose that this person's visiting the page? Who are they? And what would they be looking for? Yeah. And if you're not sure, a fun experiment is to gather your friends or family around, go to your website and watch. I mean, I know there's sophisticated like mapping tools where you can see where people go on your page, but you don't even have to be that sophisticated about it. You could just have friends go to your website and watch what they do and where they go. And you could just stand over their shoulder and you'll learn so much just from that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you ask someone else to use the thing that you have made, <laughs> you see what you've not thought about. Yeah. And so I think a part of this, we probably skipped it, but maybe you said it. It's just like the goal of your website. I know so often when people will send me their cop their site, they'll be very excited about it. And they're like, we're about to launch our new site. Will you take a look? And I'll say, sure. What's the goal of the site? And they kind of look at me and they're like, wait, what? And I was like, 
well, you really should have started with that before you designed, right? Why are people coming here? What do you want them to do when they come? Is this a place to convert leads into potential clients and then clients or places where your client's going to interact with you, maybe through a client portal? Like there's lots of different reasons people could be coming to your site and you need to think through all of those. Yeah. And a reason why you want them on your site. Sometimes the response is, well, because you have to have a website, you have to have one, right? That's, that's the, that's the goal. The goal is to check that off to make sure we have one. So people have somewhere to go. And I think another question that comes soon after is why would they want to, right? So you have a reason and a purpose, but what would their reason and purpose be? Yeah. And so you have to think through those things too. So helpful. So if you are thinking about your website, obviously our site, we have a best law firm website page where you can go and get some best practices, but also you can see the winners from last year's best law firm website contest. And the good news is it's back for this year, 2022. Yay. That's that's my excited voice. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love that we do this every year. It's so super fun. It's our chance to really highlight the best websites that we're seeing out there, not just around design, but also functionality, accessibility, and content. Like, are the sites thoughtful? And are that do they have? Is it clear to us as as the judges? Not me, because I'm not a judge, but to whoever the judges are, <laughs> you know, is it clear what the purpose for coming to the site is? And so, nominations are open. And we want to hear from you and you can nominate yourself. You can nominate colleagues, sites that you think are amazing. The, we'll put the link for the nominations in the show notes, but please help us recognize those amazing websites. Yeah. Nominations are live for sure. And I'm looking forward to seeing the examples. I think it's really helpful to not just hear the things that you need to have, right? Stepping beyond the question of, why do you have a website? What's the purpose of it? But to see examples. And so to be able to go through and see people doing those things um, really well. So now here's Sarah's conversation with Anne. I'm Anne Romanello. I'm the paralegal and practice manager at Mancabelli Law. We focus our practice on business to business, contracts, startups, business advice, succession planning. Our ideal client is somebody who values the law and understands that knowing how to write a contract is not something they should need to know. They need to get somebody who really knows what they're doing to do it. And so it's really kind of fun. Our practice is just Patty and me, and uh, I'm the paralegal and practice manager, as I mentioned. I come from a business background. I work for a Fortune 100 company. I have a degree in business administration, and Patty and I have been friends for a really long time, and she needed a little help with running her business and came to me and said, hey, you know, my legal assistant is leaving and I'd like, I'd like to see if maybe you can help me. I'm not exactly sure how or what, but I know that I need business help and I'd like you to help me. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I jumped right in. And, you know, four years later, we haven't really looked back. She's brought me up to speed on just about everything paralegal that I need to know. Uh, I've done a bunch of trainings on my own as well, but that part is secondary to the running of the business. And ultimately what brought us to lawyerist, to be totally honest with you. We knew that we needed help and we need, knew that we needed someone else to hear us and working inside a vacuum just doesn't work. And you know, we'd, we'd looked at different places and tried different options within our own community of people that we know and wasn't getting us to where we needed to be. And that's ultimately what brought us to you guys. 
Yeah. Well, it's so good to have you on the podcast and we're excited for our community to get to know you. I know that you and Patty have recently attended our first ever quarterly strategy intensive where you got some amazing work done planning for the first quarter in 2022. And I do want to talk about that. But before we do, we love a good inspirational story. So let's go back to the beginning then. And I know you've already touched on a little bit, but when you guys first joined the Lawyerist Lab program and sort of you know, where your firm was then compared to how far you've come, which is just so exciting to see for us. So if you can remember back that far, you know, what was going on in the firm that led you guys to ultimately join the lab program? Well, you know, we've only actually been with Lawyers Lab for about six months. So we're still working through some of those initial reviews of our business. It's been really eye-opening. A lot of times, you know, you know what the truth is, maybe in the back of your head, but you're not staring it dead in the face. And the tools that you all provide allowed us to do that, to break it all down and to say, okay, this is where we're making money. This is where we're losing money. This is what's working. This is what's not. We thought, you know, hey, if we've paid all the bills, we're ahead of the game, but we're not really. Ahead of the game is actually having money in the bank for the next six months, not even just month to month or, or two months out or whatever, or planning for that extra hire or that that independent contractor that we want. And we, we had all those plans in our head, but we, we weren't doing it, right? We, weren't, we, weren't, we didn't have a plan in place that actually allowed us to check the boxes and say, yeah, we did those things. And so Patty came across Lawyerist and said, hey, you know, I found these people and I think maybe they're a fit for us. We, we had been through a number of versions of that. You know, somebody that we had mutual friends of ours that are project managers who came in, they were laid off from their job and had some free time and they were going to help us. And they did. And we got, you know, a bunch of things in place, but the actual follow through on those projects was something that we couldn't come by on our own. We just couldn't make it happen. We needed accountability and like feet to the fire accountability. And that's the first time I met Stephanie, the first time we ever sat down, I was like, oh yes, this is what we need. It's that, that group of people who understand the boat that we're in, you know, it's not just a project manager from some other discipline or some other place. It's, they're practicing law. They've had these problems. They've worked the problems out. They've seen the technology that works or doesn't work. And they've effect, you know, put it into place and effectuated all of these answers. And we were like, oh, yes, we need to have that. We need to have that for us. Yeah. And it's just been so awesome to see you guys just dive in, you know, feet first. You've we've seen you at so many of our events, you know, our in-person lab con and many of our workshops that we hold weekly. And it seems like you guys are really taking advantage of the tools and community that we provide here. So what has changed in the last six months since you've really been working on your business? Well, there's definitely an increase in, I think, uh, client happiness that's a thing that I can say yeah. like they're they're feeling like we're more in touch we have a plan for how we communicate with them mm-hmm. you know something that was kind of driven home at that lab con that we went to which was amazing by the way and I would highly highly recommend it to anybody if you're even thinking about maybe I don't know just do it because if not now when right I agree you miss every shot you don't take and all those other little cliches that we like to say but they're so so true and Tomorrow is going to be there too, but you got to do something today in order for tomorrow to be better. So we, we were looking at the tools that we had available. We didn't want to start investing in new technology until we really fleshed out what we had available to us and what we were already using and how do we improve those things. So we've got some automated responses that we're sending clients and we've got a portal now that we use instead of using email 
that allows us to see specifically to that client what the questions are. And we have all of their information in front of us as we're seeing the questions. So you don't have to open up your email and read that. And then you got to go over to your other interface and open up Clio and open up the document and try to figure it all out. The questions actually come through attached, their documents are attached, everything's right there. Just it streamlines the whole process of interaction. So now what used to take 15 or 20 minutes to respond to a client question can take five minutes or three minutes even. Yeah. You know, we're, we're getting to that place where we'll have some automated responses as well. We're not 100% there yet, but that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about LabCon and then the, this first quarter strategic, what's it called? The strategy intensive. Thank you. First quarter strategy intensive. I'm going to memorize it. It's going to be good. But that was the beautiful thing about that. It allowed us to actually identify what parts we were going to focus on right now and when mm-hmm. we are going to talk about them and what were the milestones and when we were going to hit them. And now mm-hmm. we're holding each other accountable. We're using UpCoach and that was introduced to us at the, the strategy intensive. And it's been brilliant because Patty can go in and see what has been checked off on the to-dos for the, an individual project. So she doesn't have to come to me and go, hey, where are we? She knows. And she knows that, oh, wait, now, now it's my turn to do blah, blah, blah. And she can go do the thing that she was going to go do. That's what I was going to ask you next is, can you sort of describe to us the relationship between you and Patty and, and how you work together to build this thing? She's amazing. She's an amazing attorney. She's an amazing human. She also knows that our business is only going to grow if the business side is functioning properly, too. You know, we've got the legal piece locked up. We know what we're doing on that side of things, but it's following through on the projects to improve our client interface, to improve our billing interface and how we're bringing money in the door and how quickly it's coming in and what it's costing us to do that. And so she wants to be involved in all of it, but she can't 100% because she's got another heavy lift on the other side doing the legal work. So UpCoach has allowed us to identify a project, allows her to go in and check on the status of the project and where we're moving with it. And then take over where she needs to take over or give me input and feedback. We have scheduled calls so that we can update each other and talk about them. But in, on a whim in the middle of the night, when she also sits up and goes, where are we with that project? <laughs> and what are we going to do? Instead of starting from scratch, like what has typically happened actually is we'll start on a project and we'll be moving forward with it. And then we, it drops off our radar. I'll forget about it. She forgets about it. When she thinks about it again, she starts over. Or she'll try and find her research and then pick up from there. And it's all very disjointed and it's not Mm -hmm. fluid. And now Mm -hmm. we're finding more fluidity and we're finding that we can actually work together to move it way farther forward than we were getting just ad hoc trying to do it on our own. Yeah, sure. It sounds like that's created a lot more efficiency between you and and it's amazing what the right tools will do. And for those who don't know, UpCoach is a tool that, that we're in the process of implementing for all of our labsters to help them reach their goals and, and manage these projects and the sort of stuff that you're talking about. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And then when we come back, we want to hear all about the work that you did in the strategy intensive. The Lawyer's Podcast is brought to you by Posh Virtual Receptionists. As an attorney, do you ever wish you could be in two places at once? You could take a call while you're in court, capture a lead during a meeting, or schedule an appointment with a client while you're elbow deep in an important case. Well, that's where Posh comes in. Posh is a team of professional, U.S.-based live virtual receptionists who are available 24-7, 365. They answer and transfer your calls so you never miss an opportunity. With Posh handling your calls, you can devote more time to billable hours and building your law firm. And the convenient Posh app puts you in total control of when your receptionist steps in. So if you can't answer, Posh can. And if you've got it, 
Posh is always just a tap away. With Posh, you can save as much as 40% off your current service provider's rates. Even better, Posh is extending a special offer to Lawyerist listeners. Visit posh.com forward slash Lawyerist to learn more and start your free trial of Posh Live Virtual Receptionist Services. That's posh.com forward slash Lawyerist. And from Postali. Finding a marketing partner for your firm can be challenging. Are you getting sound advice? Is your marketing agency always working in your best interest? You shouldn't have to worry about these things. At Postali, they believe marketing companies should adopt the same duty to their clients that is required of the legal profession. For this reason, they require that all team members sign a fiduciary oath to act in good faith and put clients' best interests ahead of their own. They service with care, candor, and loyalty. Postali is a full-service digital marketing agency exclusively for lawyers. To learn more about how they're different, visit postali.com forward slash lawyerist. We're back with Anne now, and I want to shift gears and talk about the work that you and Patty did at our strategy intensive and how the year is going so far for you. So for those who don't know what our quarterly strategy intensive is, back in December, we hosted our very first quarterly virtual strategy intensive, where we guided about 50 law firms in doing a retrospective on their business in 2021. We had them identify key issues for their business to solve, create clear goals for 2022, prioritize two to three projects for quarter one, and scope out those projects with action items, milestones, and KPIs. So they knew exactly what they'd be working on January through March of this year. The feedback that we received from this quarterly retreat was absolutely amazing. I'm sure that you'd say so yourself, Anne. And, you know, it really validated that you guys, law firm owners and managers, need the space to do this. And so we're for sure going to be hosting this event again at the end of each quarter. For those of you who are listening, you can definitely plan to be at our next one, which is currently scheduled for Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. So please mark your calendars. But I want to hear from you, Anne, you know, what was it like for you to really go through that strategy intensive? You know, as I mentioned at the beginning, I I come from a business background and I worked for a Fortune 100 company. These types of retreats and reviews of the quarter, what the quarterly goals are, year-to-date numbers, year-to-date goals, is something I was very, very familiar with. So as I jumped in, I was like, wait a minute, I know this stuff. I totally get it. It was, I don't know if the word is shocking or what to me, how many Goals we kind of glanced over in previous years as we were going to identify them. I'm like, well, it was this. And, and oh, you know, our, our revenue goal was about this. And Patty said, well, why was it that? And I said, well, that's what last year's numbers were plus 10%. Why 10%? I'm like, those were the numbers we used, you know, in, in that life I had before. And so it allowed us to have a full conversation about what type of growth percentage is realistic and where would those numbers actually get us? It allowed us to take the revenue goal, right? So if our revenue goal is $250,000 for the year or $300,000 for the year, breaking it out by how many of those dollars are going to come from hourly clients? How many are going to come from flat contract reviews? How many are going to come from entity formations? And this new subscription plan that we're launching and have launched, actually, we do have one client that is signed up for subscription. We can't wait to hear all about that. (laughs) They are so, so happy. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. But anyway, it allowed us to break it all out you know, that that adage that people say of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And it's breaking all of that, that big monstrous thing of, oh, I don't know, into all those little bite-sized pieces where you're like, oh, wait a minute, I can do that one little thing. I can do this one little thing. Like we want to implement a new calendar system. 
one of the goals that I had was to ask the Facebook group for lawyerists what their feedback was on Calendly versus Acuity. And then through that, I got information that Microsoft that I didn't even understand had, had a calendar system called Bookings, which allowed me then to review that one and to see which one was the most robust or which one was going to give us the tools that we actually are looking for. And identifying the goals, we identified the tools. Now we know exactly what we want this product to have. And so it's streamlining it. And I believe they're going with Calendly just, you know, just to kind of preemptively strike it. But ultimately, it's just been brilliant because it's, it's allowed us to see that 10,000 foot view very clearly. In my previous positions, we always talked about the different viewpoints and how clear the picture became. But I feel like in a situation like this, where it's just Patty and I, we have to be able to see every level. And we have to see them all as clearly as the one before. And so what we were doing is we had a real foggy view of the 10,000 foot. And we would get, as we got closer, we would get distracted by our other work and then not really hone in on what that picture was. And this, this whole intensive allowed us to actually break down the picture to the very minutest details and then put a calendar due date on every single one of them. It was like, yeah. oh, so now we know. So now it's so much more realistic and tangible. Yeah, almost la- laughably so. Like that, that, I guess, was the thing is we were like, oh my gosh, like, huh. And just to have the time, you know, it's taking the time. Failing to plan is planning to fail. And if you don't take the time to just mm-hmm. put everything else out of your head and go, how am I going to achieve that goal? And then break it down into those pieces, give them all the timeline and then do them. You know, ultimately the KPIs fall directly into those too, right? So you're not, <clears throat> your indicators are whether or not you're hitting those goals. And you know, at the end of the day, what it's going to bring you, because we've already identified what the ultimate goal is. You know, the calendar is going to allow us, implementation of a new calendar system is going to allow us to work more efficiently out of our calendars and not out of our inboxes. Yeah, absolutely. Had you and Patty done a sort of all day retreat like this before? Before lawyerist? Yes. And they never came, we never got half as granular as we did (laughs) with this. And, you know, it's absolutely the tools that you all are providing. You know, it's one of those like, yeah, of course, you know, we've got some clients who when we we draft a, a contract firm, we'll go, well, yeah, I could have drafted it myself. Could you? Maybe. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, And so, yes, after looking at it, I'm sure you think that you could. But would it have come to your mind in the beginning? And that's ultimately what you guys are giving us is that 2020 viewpoint without having to do the heavy lift of what else we have to think about? What else we have to think about? Yeah, that's great. I'm so glad that you found it valuable. How else did the work that you did in the strategy intensive change how you're doing business this year, not just this quarter, but for the rest of the year? It's really putting things into perspective. There are certain things that Patty wants to get accomplished in general. She's been talking about them for a little while, certain things that I know are important, but then there were other things that were time sensitive. So specifically, we were using a specific company to host our website. They're terrible. They don't respond. They don't update the website. Patty's very unhappy about it, but we do not have the bandwidth to recreate the website, have somebody else do it, find somebody else to do it. But through this exercise, we've actually put time aside for all of those things. And we've got people we're talking to already. We don't have to actually cut ties with this other company until June, but we're already talking about how we're going to do it, who we're going to go with, and what it's going to look like. And answering simple questions like, who owns the website? Let's make sure that we're not going down this path. And then also we have to recreate it from the beginning because we don't actually own it. And that's not true. We do own it. So yay. But we know those answers now. It's not something that's in the ether going, oh God, that's something I have to worry about later. Something I have to worry about later. Nope. 
Today, I was only going to worry about who owns the website. I answered the question, moving on. Yeah. It lowers the anxiety. It lowers the um, wake up in the middle of the night. Oh gosh, I got to do that. We're trying to eliminate that in our lives mm -hmm. to spend more time with our families and really enjoy the work that we're doing. Yeah. Less middle of the night wake ups is always good. That's that's a yeah. positive sign. Things are going well for you. So earlier you had mentioned this new subscription model that you guys are rolling out. Do you want to speak more on that? We only have one client so far and it's somebody who's, they own a business and they've got a minority shareholder who's trying to get involved. And what we're trying to do is coach them on managing that minority business owner. What actions can they take to minimize the effect that that person is going to have on their business? And so it's not, it's not what everybody's going to need, but we felt that this client, because they're a husband and wife team and they've only owned the business for a few years and it has the potential to make them a lot of money and make them really, really successful. But this other person keeps getting in the way and they need just that advice, the legal advice of like, what contracts have I signed? What is my bylaws? What do the words in my bylaws mean and how? So it's, it's like really the type of advice we'd want to be able to give somebody because there's monthly conversations they need to have because of the ruckuses that this other person is causing. So it's like, it was, it was funny when they came to us, I, I said to Patty, they came to us like third quarter of last year. And I said, I think this person would be the perfect person to start our subscription plan with because it's a lot of advice giving and not a lot of heavy lift. Well, it's not litigation. Oh, just yet. Right. I mean, it could potentially be maybe sometime down the road, but it's not that right now. Now it's just really giving them advice and helping them to decipher the documents that they have in front of them. And they have been eternally grateful. It's been really beautiful, actually. So far, so good. Yeah. And I can see us moving forward with other people because ultimately what we want to be able to do is offer business clients the opportunity to speak to somebody who can decipher the contracts that they've signed and help them to either stay out of the courtroom or to you know minimize the effect of any type of discrepancy or problem that they might have within their business. Yeah. I mean, good for you for trying this new model out and, you know, just having this one client validates the possibility of creating a reoccurring revenue source in your business. And you can always expand that if it's working and if it's not, you can dump it, but you know, we love to see that kind of experimentation. That's why we call it lab. And so, yeah, that's really great. Any other wins that you want to share big or small that you guys have had in business since joining the lab program? You know, I just think the overall piece that we're feeling right now, we feel like we're in control, like we're driving the bus instead of being run over by it. You know, it's with the empowerment, right? That's the word that everybody likes to use when you feel like you're in control of what you're doing and your job and having a specific time to dedicate to it. That's been the biggest win, honestly, is that feeling like there are goals and we're achieving them and that they're being set and then achieved and not just talked about. Because that, that was what we kind of regularly did is we would break everything out of what we needed to do and where we wanted to go and ultimately what our goal was, but that we didn't, we weren't able to get all the way down to the how and when, Yeah, you know, you got to do it now. And if you're not doing it now, when are you going to do it? Right. That's been the biggest win. And actually, you know, the other piece of it is the camaraderie that we feel. We feel like we're not alone in the boat. We're not in the middle of the ocean on a little dinghy going, help, <laughs> or anybody <laughs> else there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We hear that a lot. So for those who are unsure about joining lab, maybe they're unsure whether now's the right time to try to work on their business, maybe because, you know, it's early in the year and things are really busy. Do you have any parting words of encouragement for those people? My words of encouragement would be to just do it. Don't wait. Don't think any longer about it. If you 
have it the pit in your stomach that says we need some kind of help, try. There's a thousand and one different paths you can take with lawyerist and with the group here and with all of the assistants and coaches and everybody else. Somebody has the answer that you're looking for. You got to ask and these people have it. So that's what I would say. I love it. Thanks, Anne. I just want to say thanks to you and Patty for doing what you do to make the world a better place. Thanks for taking the time to come on the Lawyerist podcast. We cannot wait to see what you guys do next in the firm. Thanks. We're looking forward to it too. The Lawyerist podcast is produced by Bailey Tiller and edited by Ryan Croft. Are you ready to implement the ideas we discussed here into your practice? Wondering what to do next? Here are your first two steps. First, if you haven't read the Small Firm Roadmap yet, grab the first chapter for free at lawyerist.com book. Looking for help beyond the book? Let's chat about whether our coaching communities are right for you. Head to lawyerist.com community lab to schedule a 15-minute call with our community manager. The views expressed by the participants are their own and not endorsed by the Legal Talk Network. Nothing said in this podcast is legal advice for you.